Welcome, friends, to another live conversation on Alatra TV. Today, we have a very special guest with us from the state of Michigan, USA. And my co-host today is Leslie. He lives in Atlanta, Georgia. So tonight, today, we will talk to our guest, and we will also find out how does she envision a society where everyone is happy, a creative society. And we will also get to know what she's doing in place where she's planted. So if you never heard about the project Creative Society, it is a global project run by volunteers from over 180 different countries around the globe in order to find out and build a society we can be all proud of, a creative society. And you, if you would like to learn more about the project, please visit alatreunites.com. So uh, welcome our dear guest. Her name is Vegan Winter. And Winters, and she's the CEO of Able Eyes. So, Megan, tell us a little bit more about you, your background, and how did you get started? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, so, Able Eyes has—we've uh, been a business for about three and a half years. My background is that I was a special education teacher for many years. I taught students on the autism spectrum. Um, and I was an assistive technology coordinator and I was an assistant principal um, before kind of taking that leap of faith into something that was just speaking to my heart. Um, what we do is we provide virtual tours of the inside of public spaces for the purpose of accessibility um, for people. And then for businesses, it's great for marketing, but um, you know, my passion comes from a place of accessibility. Um, one, from my experience as a teacher and, um, you know, transitions can be really difficult for someone on the spectrum or someone with anxiety or someone with post-traumatic stress. And so having this tool that can help people explore and navigate and get comfortable with a place ahead of time can be really powerful. Um, you know, not only for teachers, but for parents that, you know, want to go to the doctor, want to go to the dentist or, um, you know, are disrupting their routine by going on a vacation. And and that can cause a lot of stress and keep people feeling isolated, not doing those things. Um, and the second piece, which is a really important piece of my story is that one of my best friends was a wheelchair user. She had muscular dystrophy and uh, she has since passed, but um, this was an idea that I had while she was still living and she was very supportive. And I know that she is along with me on this journey as I work to make the world a more accessible place. Well, that is great. That is great. Now tell me, what was it that brought you to Creative Society? What, what is it that attracted you to it? Or was it something that was always on your heart, in your mind, you know, and hoping one day to see such a life of where everyone is free and everyone you know, is able to communicate with one another and live in peace together, helping one another without charge, you know, on, on what they don't have or what someone does have, but everyone living equal in the sense of being able to eat, being able to have an education, being able to have medical care, all of this being provided well, I think that this uh, transition for me from education, which I loved, and I am so grateful for that experience, 
into uh, where I am now has been a very uh, spiritual and uh, journey of self-discovery. And through that comes um, this, this passion for the best life for all people. Um, and obviously what we're doing is an attempt to just have a little piece of that, like have some impact on the world that could um, even allow, you know, one family to go on a vacation that, or have an experience in life. Or, um, you know, that's just something that some of us, you know, take for granted is that it's, it's so easy to stop at a restaurant and get off the highway and uh, go to just go anywhere. Um, but that's not the case for all people. And I want that to be, I want everyone to have experiences. I want everyone to find joy in life and find happiness in life. Um, so I think that what we're doing aligns, you know, so well with the creative society and, uh, you know, many of your like foundations. Awesome. Thank you so much, Megan. So tell us, like, we know that we live right now in the consumeristic society, which created all the problems, global, local and personal. So what are some of the problems that differently abled people have right now? And how are you seeing that able eyes is able to help with those problems in the near future? Well, right now is a really interesting time because um, I feel like everyone is having an opportunity to experience what people with disabilities have been experiencing for years. Um, and don't get me wrong, I do not think that this is um, a malicious um, or it's, nobody has the intent of excluding people with disabilities. I think that everybody wants good for people, um, but it's just the society that we're in and it's just going to take some time to kind of like dig out of that and um, you know, again, I hope that Ableize will, you know, just be a piece of that. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. I, I kind of really understand um, what you just said in reference to people um, being more accepted. Um, it's because of the way our society has designed um, people with special needs and things like that. It's kind of put them in a bubble. Um, for so long, um, you know, um, not allowing others to be a part of the life of people that have special needs, you know, they have to be here or they have to be there, you know, they just can't be allowed to be everywhere. And it's the environment that has created that. And I find that, I found that even with the seniors I work with, people would say to me, well, how do you work with them? And I say, well, what do you mean? I mean, we're all gonna grow old, hopefully, if we're lucky. Um, it's like, we've looked at seniors um, as kids and seeing them as just growing old and unable, and it's so untrue. And, and having that experience with them I've brought this to life, that these seniors are capable. These seniors can do this and they can do that. And, and I love what you're doing in reference to the helping with the, um, the disabled because people get to see it and, and making it more accessible gives it a better design, gives it more of a reality that, hey, you know, and they're, they're looking at you. And they're saying to themselves, well, how, how do you do that? Everyone can. Everyone can do something. You know, you have a passion. 
you have a passion for what you're doing and that's important. I have a passion working with the seniors and that's important, but people do grow from it if they see it more. I, so sorry, I, I have no idea what happens. Oh, that's okay. We, we have you back. It's okay. So, so <laughs> Mick, tell us what can we really do? Because as Leslie said, there's so much separation uh, that's going on on all different levels, not just, you know, like even family members are separated, communities are separated, countries. I mean, it just goes to scale. What can we do or what can one person do to really bring us all closer? And what type of conditions do we need to create to, for all of us to come together in unity? Um, I think that there are uh, three pillars to that. Um, I think the, the three things that I live by and um, you know, not necessarily like associated to a specific religion, but I think just um, as a world and unity is um, love, kindness, and charity. And if those three things can come together for everybody, um, I honestly believe that this world would be the most amazing place. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. But you know what thing um, about the word charity? It, it, where I come from, where I grew up, it made us feel less. It made us feel like, you know, there were so many other people better than me that, you know, I have to receive charity. And that's not what it is. You know, it's not that. It's not because you have less. Charity comes in many ways, you know, and it's, you know, it's not just to the poor. It's not, it could be, I mean, it's, it's just that word needs to be understood and not misunderstood. That's a really great point, Leslie. I, yeah. I think maybe uh, a, a better choice could be service, um, just service to other people. Um, you're right. Charity to me has a, uh, one has an uh, implies giving money. Like that's that's the way I associate it. Is get, charity is giving money, but really what it needs to be is is providing service, and that does not have to be monetary. Yeah. Oh yeah. But thank you. Yeah. That was a great point. <laughs> yeah. It's it's always giving and not expecting anything back. I think that's what we all should strive for and right. that will bring us to closer to the creative society and speaking of a creative society we have eight foundations of a creative society and i would like for our it team to bring them up on the screen so we can quickly run through them they are not inseparable i mean they cannot be separated they are kind of like one um a very important piece of foundation of a creative society and they were put together because we were able and when i say we is volunteers of a latter international public movement went out and took millions of interview around the globe and we asked people what type of society you would like to live in what type of society would you your friends and family will be happy living in and what unites us all so based on all the answers we received, we were able to put those eight foundations for us to start on the process of building a creative society. So let's take a look at them now.
Thank you so much. And before Leslie will dive in into the number two, which is the human freedom, I would like to ask you, Megan, a question. So if tomorrow you woke up in a creative society, what one benefit of a creative society you would enjoy the most? Um, I think the word freedom comes to mind and that is, you know, true. And so, so many aspects. I mean, it's, it's, that word is actually in several of your, <laughs> your principles. Um, I think the, just the, the freedom to, um, you know, be who you want to be, the freedom to have the experiences you want to have, um, the freedom to love the way you want to love. Uh, I think that that pretty much, uh, that, like I said, that word is just really popped out at me when you asked that question. Awesome. All right. So, uh, Leslie, do you want to bring up the foundation and then I can read that? Yes, um, foundation number two. <laughs> All right, so foundation number two is human freedom. Every human is born with the right to be a human being. All people are born free and equal. Everyone has the right to choose. There can be no one and nothing on earth above a human, his freedom and rights. The implementation of human rights and freedoms must not violate the rights and freedoms of others. Yes. Now, what do you think of that, Megan? Uh, I think that that uh, resonates with me so much, um, especially given what you know my goals are, my my vision and mission is behind Able Eyes. Uh, you know, providing freedom for people to have experiences, providing freedom for people to access medical care providing freedom for people to not feel anxious uh, going out to public places, um, freedom to just have a more inclusive society where it's not abnormal to see um, people with disabilities in, in all environments. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, the word freedom really uh, resonates in so many ways. The idea of freedom, if everyone felt free, within their hearts, within their minds, within their dreams, do you realize there would be no ignorance in the world? There would be none. Everyone would have respect for everyone's idea. Everyone would have respect for everyone's faith. Everyone would have respect for everyone's color, every, everyone's lifestyle. I mean, it would just eliminate so much ignorance and bring so much more education of now, which is needed, of now, mm -hmm. seeing everyone for who they are and loving them for loving themselves. Yes, absolutely. And then Megan, I know you said that love and kindness is really something that resonates with you. Uh, and right now we are at the informational stage of the Project Creative Society. The goal is huge, is to let every single person around the globe know that we are building the society. And when I say we, it's not just a group of people, it's everyone around the globe who is able to participate, to ask questions, to give feedback, and to just share this information around the globe so we can live in a creative society, maybe in five to 10 years. And um, my question is, how do we spread this information that creative society is needed, that love and kindness 
needs to be in, in the forefront of everything that we do? That's a great question. And I wish I had like the right answer. Um, I think that we all, I mean, we all are on social media and, and I see so many people trying. There are so many people spreading positive messages and encouraging messages. Um, but then there's also the other extreme. Um, and that's all I can say is that we just continue trying to spread joy and spread love and spread happiness in the world. And, and hopefully it's contagious. Yes. Yes. It's, it's about making it popular to feel good about yourself, making it popular. Absolutely. To love your fellow man, you know, making it popular to care about the community you live in, you know, whether it's picking up trash or anything, you know, these are the things that need to be made popular. And once we have made it popular, we're, there's no stopping us. Absolutely. I'm on board to help. <laughs> awesome. And then Megan, what type of benefits do you think the different abled people would uh, really enjoy in the creative society? How would you know, their life really be changed and turned around? Well, I think, um, you know, as again, I, this word just, just keeps coming back to me, but it's, it's about freedom. Um, again, we are all experiencing isolation right now. We've been experiencing it for one year. That's it, one year. There are people that have lived 40, 50, 60, 70 years with a disability and um, haven't had freedom. And again, like I do not feel like it's malicious or um, people are trying to exclude, but it's just that we haven't tried to include. Um, and so that's what, uh, you know, I think that we need to work toward is working toward including um, and finding ways like universal designs to make that easier for people. Yes. Yes. And well, how would you see infra infrastructure change? Like, how would you see the infrastructure, infrastructure to develop where we can start including people? Like what, what's the, I guess, the, if we dream big, what would it look like? Well, one, I hope Ableize is a huge part of it um, because it's, you know, we have laws in place. We have the Americans with Disabilities Act here in the United States um, that ensures that people with uh, physical disabilities have access to all areas of life. Um, but there's much more than that, too. There are people that have invisible disabilities um, prior to COVID, just again, here in the U.S. are the only stats that I have, but uh, prior to COVID, 25% of the United States adults have some sort of, sort of disability. And I think that's a really shocking number because people don't often disclose that. They, um, you know, keep that to themselves and, and that's anxiety is included in there. And I can't even imagine what that number is now and what that number will be in the next two years as, as we come out of this pandemic and people are trying to figure out what their new life looks like. Um, you know, maybe they lost their career or lost their job or lost a loved one. And there's, there's haven't been out in the community in 322 days. Yeah. Um, and, and that first trip to the grocery store, um, I think that we just being compassionate and uh, welcoming to people that they can, you know, start to, to feel comfortable and give them the tools to reacclimate to the community. And that's everybody now. Yes, absolutely. 
we're all on that playing field together. Mm -hmm. yes, yes, most definitely. So thank you so much. And also when we talk about creative society, we talk a lot about personal responsibility and how it is very important to not assume that someone else is going to do it for us. But just like you, Megan, you, you saw the problem and you created a solution. So how important it is for us to recognize that personal responsibility will help us achieve creative society much, much faster than just relying on someone else to do it for us. Absolutely. And, and I think that relates back to what Leslie was speaking to. Um, I think when you are taking personal responsibility that also helps with that self-love, helps with that love of others. Um, and that's really what life is about, is about love. And um, so finding that purpose in life. And um, like I said, I loved my career in education, but I am in love with what I'm doing now. Like I am so passionate about it. I love it every day. And um, I just can't imagine doing anything else ever. That's great. That's great. And then Leslie, go ahead and ask our guest for yes. the next one. <laughs> yes. Um, the in reference in reference to um, someone else coming along, um, who, what friends could you bring to our next meeting? Who who um, who would be interested and, and feels as passionate as you do about what they do first and what they would like to provide and what they think their part could be in a creative society? What are their thoughts? Well, this is a tough question for me. Um, but again, I, I, I kind of lead from my heart and the first person that came to mind um, I don't actually even know this person uh, in real life, but I, I just admire so much what he does. Um, so, and on social media, there is, um, uh, he goes by Curb Free with Corey Lee. So he is a wheelchair user that travels the world uh, using a wheelchair and talks about his experiences. And he's encouraging other people to have some life experiences. He talks about the good, the bad, the real, um, but he's making it possible for other people to have enjoyment in life. And so I really admire him and the work he does. Um, like I said, I don't even know him in real life, but I just admire him so much. And I think that, you know, what he does aligns with, with what I do. It aligns with what you do um, and, and what, we're all, what we're all aiming for. Yeah, definitely aligns with humanity. So we will be yeah. glad to reach out to him. And uh, the interesting thing is that every single guest we had on our program or every single guest we talked to, uh, we know them through the rule of six handshakes. That just means we all connected through five or less social connections. And now it's even less because of the social media, really. And that we all know each other around the globe. We haven't met yet. So what we will do is we will reach out to him and we will invite him to the program. So thank you so much for letting us know that there's people like that out there. Yes, and, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. And before we go, Megan, is there something you would like to wish to our audience or is there something we forgot to ask you? Um, I guess I, my wish for, for all people is, is, is just to um, experience life. And, you know, that's, 
that's my goal and and providing that I think that's my purpose in life is to help other people experience life and um, so I hope that people can can find the tools and find the strength and find find the resources and and the bravery that it takes to really live uh, his or her best life Wow and how can yeah. people learn more a little bit about you and the abled eyes uh, project um, our website is ableeyes.org. That's A-B-L-E-E-Y-E-S.org. Um, we are on Facebook at uh, Able Eyes for Disabilities. Same on Instagram. And then Twitter is just at Able Eyes. So um, we try to just be active. We're always um, you know, sharing resources, sharing some of our virtual tours. Right now we have virtual tours in 49 out of 50 states here in the U.S. But I sit here with this map behind me because I absolutely have the vision to make this a worldwide initiative very, very soon. Wow, that's great. I, I love it. I love the passion. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Megan, for bringing humanity to life, love and yeah. kindness. That's all what we need right now. And for our viewers, if you are just learning more about the Creative Society and you still wonder what that is, please visit alatraunites.com. And on that website, you can learn more about the eight foundations, how they were formed, and how, um, what are the stages of building a Creative Society. We are right now at the informational stage, and you can join the project by clicking Join Us button. And the informational stage just means that we have to spread this message around the globe. So the consumeristic mindset no, no longer rules over us, but we can really become those human beings with a life to live and the, and the bright light to shine. And only together we can do it. We cannot do it as a separate group of people. We cannot do it as a separate country. Only as a global, global community, we can build a society we all can be proud of. So Leslie, thank you so much for co-hosting. Megan, well, thank, thank you for being on. And to thank you for having me. Thank you. And to our viewers, we will leave you off with a promotional video about the next conference we are hosting on March 20th. And then after that, uh, we hope to see you on the website, Alatra Unites. And please click join us button because that's the only way we know if you support Creative Society. Thank you and have a good day. Thank you. Thanks, Megan. Thank you. Great conversation. Unprecedented event of present history. Initiative that comes from people around the world. Main project of humanity. People stopped being silent about urgent issues of our society. How it all started. May 2019. International Online Conference, Society, The Last Chance. 140 countries of the world, hundreds of thousands of people online, hundreds of broadcast platforms, translated into seven languages simultaneously. If we all want to live in peace, why do we have a world of violence and destruction? It is up to us to build a different world. How can we do it? December 2020, Creative Society, United We Can, 180 countries of the world, millions of people online, thousands of streaming platforms, 35 languages simultaneously translated.
people have voiced today's reality and what they truly desire. And it is the creative society. All cultures have an image of the ideal world people want to live in. A world that prophets talked about. The time has come when we can make it real. How will we use this chance? Let's meet March 20, 2021, 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time. International online event of global scale. Creative Society, what the prophets dreamed of. This is the day the world will unite to find out the truth. Join the entire humanity and spread the message.